This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. dance to cheese music on Tuesdays. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, welcome everyone to uh, Noon on Tuesdays. This week we are talking about raw milk cheeses. Are they rad or are they risky? That's the question we're posing and mm. love to get your feedback on that too. And who I have with me today is our lovely cheesemonger manager extraordinaire from our Del Mar shop, Christine. Thank welcome. you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you could come down this all the so way fun. from up north. Yeah. It's really good, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a long trek down here. Exactly. Down into the mean, bad city. <laughs> well, maybe we get started, Christine, a little bit. Just tell, tell everybody how you got into cheese, how you found Venissimo, how long you've been, a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm currently the manager at the Del Mar shop. Um, I've found Venissimo when I first moved here five years ago. It's almost been Crazy. five years. You've yeah. been at Venissimo for five years? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been working at Venissimo for part-time that whole time that I've lived here, That's basically. Awesome. Yeah. So it's been a lot of my life here, my mm-hmm. new life here from the East Coast. So Crazy, it's been right? crazy, yeah. Did you so, ever guess that? No. <laughs> it was way weird, yeah. Like, yeah. I saw the ad on Craigslist yeah. and just try- thought I'd try it. I had, it, you know, I have a love for cheese and food and wine and everything, so it just, I had a new start here, kind yeah. of, you know, fresh new place and just wanted to try something different. Right. So, and then here you came. And here I am. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you think you knew about cheese before? Oh, a lot say? more than... <laughs> I walked into that shop and it's like, whoa, now I know how the customers feel when they come in and it's new. You know? It's kind of good to be, see it from that perspective. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So behind the counter and then in front of the counter. Yep. Yeah. And I've learned, so everything I've learned about cheese has been at Venissimo. Yeah. So okay. just from interacting, right. ordering, having, we have our education program that we do, everything. So sure. Touchy feely. It's been great. Yeah. <gasps> Very yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you think makes uh, Del Mar unique in the Venissimo <laughs> cheese world. <laughs> Uh, well, we are the largest Venissimo shop. That is true. Right? You are. Is that correct mm-hmm, now? Um, mm-hmm. We um, definitely have a different clientele than our downtown shops, which is great. Each yeah. shop is different, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. Not, not the, you definitely get different um, experiences at each one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is keeps it nice and fun. And then um, we have... Uh, we sell a bunch of wine at our shop. Ooh. We do have a lot of dine dine in and in the indoor seating and outdoor seating, which I think is nice. Yeah, super um, nice because it's yeah. at that Flower Hill Promenade. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and then we do lots of private events too. So not only the classes that we have uh, on a regular schedule, but also um, customers that want to have birthday right. parties there or girls' night or that kind of thing. So, That's perfect. How yeah. many people do you typically have at your private? You, you um, usually between 12 and 20, kind of mm-hmm. depending on the size. But we can do up to 40. We've done... 45, I yeah. think, with indoor and outdoor. So That's awesome. You know, kind of more of a cocktail setting. Yeah. So we can kind of do seated classes or, you know, mix and mingle type yeah. thing. Any so. type of little adventure. Yeah. In a cheese shop setting, which is really cool because then you're surrounded by piles of stuff like exactly. this. Exactly. Everybody can look at all the yeah. cases and all the little jams and stuff on the walls right. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So. Very, very cool. Yeah. I love how, our shop. How many total cheeses do you think you have in at this given moment. That's it. Everyone asks me that. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, I want to say like 120. That's crazy, right? I think. And you've tasted them all. Yes. Someone asked me that yesterday. Yeah. And I 
thought about it for like a half a second and I was like, I've actually tasted every cheese in the shop. In the no, shop. You know, even the crazy? new ones right. that just came in, you know, yeah. the day before or whatever. It's so. just super. Yeah. <gasps> Delicious. And um, let's see, charcuterie, wine you said. Uh, charcuterie is, of course, too. Mm-hmm. You have quite Big. a selection, right? Yes. Uh, prosciutto, serranos, ibericos, yeah. all, the, all the Yeah, various creme salamis, pâtés. Yeah. Um, and then all of our condiment, you know, kind mm-hmm. of accoutrement type, sure. type things, too, that we sure, have. Sure, sure, sure. Our little... French jams and mustards and stuff that go with all of our delicious cheese here. All raw milk cheeses, I presume. Yep. Yeah. Are we feeling safe being around these raw milk cheeses? Or (laughs) I don't know. Now I have diseases on my no. No, 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 no. No, I feel very safe. Yeah, exactly. It's because that that is the debate today. Um, Because raw milk cheeses, anything raw, you know, not pasteurized, I should say, Mm -hmm. kind of be, be in the news. Right. And I guess that that's a, a good question that we often get at the shop is, tell me about, I thought we couldn't sell um, raw milk cheeses here in the States. But there is one general rule, right, Christine, that's on correct. raw milk cheeses. Yes. Um, it has to be aged at least 60 days. Yeah. Okay. So 60 so, days, two months, you got to age the cheese. Right. So this is why uh, a lot of people say, well, in France, uh, the camembert tasted different. Or in Italy, the mozzarella just was so different. And And we can tell you, you know, unequivocally, the reason for that is, those cheeses don't last more than 60 days, so they can't be raw milk um, and sold here in the States. Right. So we just – we don't get those. Um, but what we do get are some spectacular cheeses. I guess the most famous in the raw milk world, uh, I would say Parmigiano-Reggiano. Right. We've got this guy And you've right got here. a nice bad boy yep. right there. Uh, Parmigiano-Reggiano, Roquefort. Yep. Uh, English Cheddars. And then what's this big, big bad boy? Our Emmentaler. <laughs> we love our Emmentaler. Emmentaler. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How big do you think that chunk is right there? <laughs> Well, the wheel is 200 pounds. That's crazy. Right? So mm-hmm. I think this is an eighth of it. Yeah. So this guy's probably, I don't know. I think we got a 25-pound pound piece. piece. Yeah. When so we, we first got into the shop. Yeah. We have a lot of Emmentaler. Come on in. Taste yeah. some Emmentaler. <laughs> um, but that one, this is, a, this is one to kind of envision um, the beauty of raw milk and how mm-hmm. much raw milk is required to make that 200 pounds. It takes about 1,000 liters. What did I say? 1,000 gallons. Yes. Of cheese, of milk, milk. excuse me, yeah. um, to make that one 200-pound wheel of Emmentaler. Crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then think about the little families on the alpine pastures who are milking the cows, exactly. raising the cattle, yeah. making the cheese. Mm-hmm. They make two wheels. Only two a day. A day, yeah. Right? yeah. That's really crazy. And we yeah. were just fortunate enough to get one of them. You know, in the States, the, the world is a big place. And if they're only making two wheels a day mm-hmm. and we got one of them, it's kind of a super fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. We were, that was great. What a great event. Yeah. To, really good to, did to a, get that. a big uh, wheel cutting down at the Liberty Station yeah. market. So exactly. we cut our big 200-pound wheel. So that's how we got our, yes, our the cut Emmett here. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, that is raw milk cheese. That one is aged about 18 months. Mm-hmm. And I guess that the whole 60-day rule is that the FDA has declared that after 60 days, any of that harmful bacteria found in the milk um, would have passed away. Right. Um, peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're, they're by deeming it safe. Now, what I think people get a little confused about, and we kind of want to bust the myth, is that listeria itself, that's the scary word Mm -hmm. that we always hear, you know, with cheeses, is the word listeria. And what is that? That's not even actually found in the milk. The listeria bacteria comes from when, like, the animals are in uh, mud or dirt Mm -hmm. that has that bacteria in it, and then that can contaminate the cheese. So the milk itself doesn't have that harmful bit in it. 
Right. It could be that the animal, maybe on the udder, maybe on a hoof, maybe in the uh, milking facility, right. in the production facility, something gets in there to cause that. But then even, that being the case, after 60 days, that too would, would have died, right. passed away. Um, so that makes it, you know, a little less scary. The soft cheeses, some yeah. of them we get, you know, right after 60 days. Right. And so there, I guess, could be that that little hint of of that scariness, you know, yes. still left. But I don't find it scary at all. I, I don't I, either. I think especially because because it's such an issue with, you know, that the um, we have that regulation where we have to eat at 60 days mm-hmm. anyway. All of the creameries test their milk before it even comes into their facility. Yeah. They constantly test their batches throughout the process before it even gets released out into the market. I mean, the cleanliness in those creameries is something I've never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't she say, we'll, we'll talk to a couple of cheesemakers in the future, but yeah. one said it's 90% of the time is spent cleaning, cleaning. Yep. in the facilities, specifically to take care of this exactly. you know, possibility yeah. of having something bad happen. And another myth, it doesn't always have to be a raw milk cheese that Mm-mm. has listeria contamination. A pasteurized cheese can have that too. Again, because it's not inherent in the milk. Right. It's something around the milk. Yep. Right? Yeah. So even just yeah. a raw milk cheese sitting on a shelf with a pasteurized cheese, they could be sitting on the same shelf. Mm-hmm. And the pasteurized cheese would have the sure. listeria too. Yeah, so exactly. No, they were no difference. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really something, huh? Yeah. I was reading, it was an interesting statistic because you would think, um, you know, the French, obviously, it's the king, kings of the cheese world in France. Um, only 15% of their cheeses anymore are still raw milk. Oh, Isn't really? that interesting? Wow. I would have thought it was way, way higher. Yeah, it was always, yeah. Yeah. It was every cheese almost. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, why would they bother with pasteurization? <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, just 15%. And it was interesting. I was looking at our, you know, whole database of, of cheeses. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christine. We have had 1,851 different kinds of cheese come through the shop wow. shelves in its 14-year history. Um, 591 of them are raw milk. Oh. That's pretty good. That's a so good I percentage. Think our yeah. percentage looks better than France. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really, really <laughs> shocking to me, right? That's so funny. Yeah. 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 Well, but we um, have a lot of customers that ask where the raw milk cheese is because raw milk, not only, I mean, there's different levels of why people use raw milk, you know, mm-hmm. or reasons rather, sorry, um, because of the flavor or and the nutritional value, too. Yeah, exactly. All cheese is healthy, though. But exactly, <laughs> all have the good stuff in it the yeah. calcium, the right. proteins, <laughs> they all have the good fat. Yeah, but we get that quite. I don't know if the other shops do, but yeah. our clients or our customers ask that question a lot. Where are the raw milk cheeses? Yeah, because they have the, um, following that they're going to have more nutritional value and come mm-hmm. usually from better practices, you know, farms that have better practices, sure. et cetera. Perhaps so. they're eating all the grasses, it's all the pastures. It's, right. it's truly that art, artisanal flavor and experience and practices, right. like you said, in the production. The tasting the place, mm-hmm. I think, is, you know, yeah, the terroir, I think, that right. all that stuff goes that, into play with why why cheese producers use raw milk yeah. because they, they want it to taste like where it's from. Mm-hmm. So if you're blasting it with heat, it kills some of those right. flavors and some of those nutrients. But exactly. That complexity can <laughs> be lost. Right. And I've you know read studies after studies where you'll see, um, yeah, there is a slight difference in that complexity of flavor. Mm-hmm. Like somebody with a really, really fine palate might say, oh, I don't taste 
the grass of this right. region. I don't taste like a sommelier would. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the floral, yeah. the floral notes of exactly. the <laughs> wildflowers. <laughs> right, the wildflowers of the ate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which you can taste, which is magical. <laughs> right? And then it... <laughs> Like in the, wouldn't you say yep. like the Emmentaler, mm-hmm. you totally taste wildflowers? Yeah. And you're not just making that up. No, it's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. And when you finally, when you, someone, sometimes you need a little leading, you know, yeah, uh, notes in terms of what you're supposed to taste or whatever. But yes. when you finally get it, I feel like it's like, you know? Yeah, I taste that. I really do. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It's amazing. But yeah, to, to capture that is is just a beautiful thing. Um, but I also feel we shouldn't discount pasteurized cheeses no. because um, provided it's aged completely right, Christine, don't you agree that uh, a pasteurized cheese with the proper aging and just all the right care mm-hmm. um, can taste as good? Yes. As its raw counterpart. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Yeah. So um, a raw cheese That's... that hasn't been treated as well can taste not as good as a pasteurized version right. pastur- that could have been treated spectacularly well or is eaten at the peak of its ripeness. Right, exactly. Right? There's so yeah. many things that play into it. It gets so complicated. Yeah, and a lot <laughs> of it's scientific, too, mm-hmm. sometimes, and it's what the cheesemaker wants. You, you know, you sure. just... Yeah. Go with it. To capture it. Exactly. Yeah. To capture it. Yeah. It's really, really crazy. Yeah. So tell me about the ones that you brought today and, and why you brought them. Are these some of your favorites? Um, yeah. Say, you, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to put you um, on the spot, which in a minute you're going to have to tell me your favorite favorite. Oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, already have, I already know what that you is. Already so, know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what I brought today was, of course, Parmigiano Reggiano, the most popular, wonderful popular cheese in the world. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, of course, our Emmentaler. Um, which is kind of a feature in all of our shops this month. And then along with the Parmigiano Reggiano coming up too. And did yeah. we just do the cutting? Yes, yeah. just had a cutting. So you're getting another 20 yeah. pound chunk. So chomp. we'll have yeah. lots of that to go around mm-hmm. too again. Um, both, so everything's raw, obviously. Um, and then we have Ashbrook here, um, which is from um, Vermont. That's nice. So yeah. we have a domestic little guy here in um, US raw milk cheese. Yes. And this has, this is a Morbier style, which is a French. Yeah. cheese style that they're kind of mimicking yeah isn't that great what's in the center um that's an ash I don't know if you can all see this yeah, yeah there's mm-hmm. a nice beautiful ash in the middle there yeah beautiful um, and then we have um uh, this one up here is special to our heart um this is called buff blue <gasps> that is from our lovely bleeding heart creamery shauna, shauna. is uh oh. used to be a venissimo yeah. monger hello shauna Hi, shauna <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't not feature her, exactly. her cheeses. Yes, and buff blue. So what does the name mean? Um, so this blue is different. It's the only blue cheese in, I believe, America made with buffalo milk. Crazy, right? Yes. And you, correct me if I'm wrong, did not see the buffaloes with me as well. We've seen those buffaloes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. It's amazing. Water buffalo. Water buffalo, yeah. <laughs> In case you're thinking it's the, like the bison you see or something. It's, yeah, yeah, it's the water buffalo. <laughs> yeah, um, so raw buffalo milk. Yeah. That's awesome. Crazy mm-hmm. from just a little, you know. Yeah. Someone, uh, this is from Sebastopol in, up in Northern California. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she knows a guy who has buffalo, some buffalo yeah. milk. <laughs> yeah, so let's make cheese. Let's just make it's a cheese awesome. out of it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about this crazy purple guy? Okay, so I brought this because this is way unique. This is called Olshir. This is a goat's raw milk goat's milk from did I say Italy. From Italy. Did yep. I say raw goat's milk? I said milk <laughs> did, too many times. Did. Raw goat's milk from Bergamo, Italy. And then it's uh, coated with blue, uh, berries, mixed berries, and rose petals. It's to die for. That's but, ridiculous. And it's yeah. beautiful. Right. So, raw milk. Raw milk. Wait. Beauty. 
rose petals and berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and it definitely has, it's like packs a punch, that flavor. Sure, um, sure. It's not, you know, it's a showstopper cheese, though. That's what we yeah, kind of coin sure. it as in the shop here for <laughs> all of our customers who are making all their platters at home, et cetera. So. Yeah, I want something stunning, mm-hmm. visually stunning, and yeah. gastronomically spectacular. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So those were some of the ones we brought today to feature. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And our, some of our more popular ones, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And did you have um, a lot of the time? Uh, pretty much the all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the Buff Blue and the Ulshir come and go depending on availability, which is like anything precious. Um, but we usually try to have it in the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Just really good. Yeah. Um, how do you tell people what raw milk cheeses you have at the shop? So right, on our there, little yeah. on our signs that we have in the shop, um, there's a little star, and that indicates that the cheese is raw milk. Oh, so that is a very easy way, especially if someone is pregnant and they want to come in and they want not they want all pasteurized cheeses. Stay away from the right, stars. Right. <laughs> or I want all raw milk cheeses. Find all the stars, and that's how. Yeah, we, and it's then that's a, how you can a do really it. good way for people to explore all the options in the shop. Yeah, because I think we're biased. That's we put stars on it because we think raw milk cheeses are the stars, I and mean, they are. That's it's a delicious thing. Yeah, but Christine, okay, I'm gonna bust another myth though. That whole you know pregnant, pregnant yes. you know ladies and mm-hmm. then raw milk cheeses. Yep, and I feel that it, raw milk cheeses then get a bad rap because again. Um, Science, you know, shows, if you know all about pH and everything, listeria cannot exist where there is not a high pH level, which means all of these aged cheeses, they have, there's not even a possibility that that can still be there with them. Right. Because of the science of how the bacteria interacts, you know, with the milk itself and with the product, the cheese. Um, I was reading, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago um, in Colorado, like, you know, it is scary. 25 people died eating um, bad cantaloupe. Yeah. And so that's what they're saying. Actually, the risk of um, fruits, you know, raw fruits mm-hmm. uh, or vegetables having that um, can be that much more. You know, we, we, we tend to focus, I think, on the cheese a lot. Right. But when you look at, you know, statistics of that, it's really much more common in many, many other food, raw uh, fish. Right. Um, raw fruits and vegetables. And the vegetables, n- yeah. Needing to just wash all that and keep that clean. Again, because the listeria and those bad things come from not the dish the ingredient the food itself right it's from, the runoff from the yeah. cattle ranch over here mm-hmm. or something like that the or distribution truck right brought exactly. something up you don't know yeah. you know that's it's it so um it's really crazy yeah and then um from cheese so this was what i had dug up on a, a statistic so um the oh, yeah. cdc and you know does reports and you know of course tracks everything yeah so like from 1993 to 2016 there were 1,500, just over 1,500 cases of illness mm-hmm. reported, you know, where they really did track it down to a cheese, um, 202 hospitalizations, um, and four deaths. So, but that's since 1993. That's a long period of time. Right. But that they could contribute, attribute to to the raw milk. That is so, so tiny. As opposed to yeah. one year of driving your car, right. <laughs> 35,000 car accidents, 11,000 deaths. Yeah. Are you going to stop driving your car? Nope. No. You know, and yeah. I feel like, you know, you kind of have to balance um, mm-hmm. some I mean, of those risks. It, yeah, and it is scary, you know, something that you're consuming mm-hmm. has the possibility, but it's just 
not yeah. that that the yeah. risk is just the not that high. Is, I think lightning. Yeah. I didn't check on lightning. Lightning striking might I don't know. Yeah, maybe be more common. <laughs> Winning the lottery might be more common. I don't know, but uh, yeah, we want to alleviate the fear. Yeah, um, that a raw milk cheese can be bad, especially with all the precautions in place. Exactly, um, the production so regulated, um, the fact that. Science tells us, mm-hmm. you know, time is what um, makes it safe. Yep. All these cheeses have been hanging out for a long time. Uh, I yeah. also have faith in the people who are making the cheese that this is their livelihood. You of know, course, I yeah. mean, this, they want to put out the best. This family product. that makes this big two hundred pound wheel—that's their livelihood. That's how they make. Yeah. They that's use their they land and make a living. Sure. So they're not going to mess that up. It's part of their yeah. culture. It's part of they've been making it this Super way boring. for. A, a long, long time. Everything's yeah. okay. Everything's gonna <laughs> yeah. be okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I want to say hello to him. Um, we have a Thomas Mitchell watching, and uh, oh. he likes to talk the Kurt of the word. <laughs> Kurt is the word. So, hey, Thomas, thank you. <laughs> we'll Hi, preach Tom. away. We'll preach yeah. all day. Because <laughs> we just love it. Um, what else on the raw? So, your favorite, and I'm gonna have to think about mine. But I think I got mine. Um, my favorite raw milk cheese. Um, I'm. I like the Alpine cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Swiss cheese called Via Mala that um, is a smaller production. I believe the um, uh, creamery is woman-owned awesome. only. Go girls! It's biodynamic. <laughs> it's, you know, all that great stuff. Um, and the wheels that we got this summer, which I thought were super cool. This is another great thing about the raw milk deal. Um, the, the summer batches are... From when the cows were eating hay. Oh, that's a super, super yeah. distinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it tastes different. Yeah. Um, and it also has a different nutritional value, too. It has more omega-3 fatty acids in there. The good ones. The good, mm-hmm. you know, the good stuff. And you, that is being passed along to you. So yeah. that I thought was amazing. And I just, because I knew that, I just really loved that cheese. Yeah. And then you taste it every time because yeah. each wheel is different. Yeah. This is why we are almost obsessive and force people to try, have a taste of anything mm-hmm. when you come to the shop, right? Because we know this wheel of Emmentaler is not going to taste like the next one that we get. Right. Uh, the Buff Blue. Nope. No two wheels are alike. Depending on the season, depending right. on the aging mm-hmm. time, right? Yep. Um, depending on what temperature we serve it to you, right? right? Has it been sitting out for an hour or so? Has it been straight out of the fridge? Right. It all makes a difference. Yep. Right? Yeah. And even the um, the season of where the cow or you know animal was eating and where it was aging, et cetera, all that plays into Huge. how it's yeah. going to taste. and. Sometimes the cheesemakers have to make adjustments as they go along because of those seasonal changes or there was more water or there was more humid humidity yep. or there you know, the yeah. cows ate more flowers that year than exactly. or something. I don't know. Dandelions. Yeah. Who knows what yeah. they ate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bug came and ate all their little flowers because something mm-hmm. blew in from, you know, who knows where. Right. Anyway, just Makes, like wine. Just like, like wine. Yeah. I feel like now we've become that, those wine geeks. You I know. know. Just sitting here talking about, oh, the terroir. And, yeah. But it's kind of true. Think about it. The animal, what they eat is yeah. going to make that milk taste that much different. Yeah. Um, and... They eat rosemary bushes, say, you know, in California, the goats, right. yeah. rosemary growing say that, wild yeah. and free. Yeah. And then you taste that in the milk. Yeah. No rosemary mm-hmm. on the outside of the cheese. No, no infused. Nothing. It's from the animals yeah. eating that and it's passed along to you. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to go actually to one of the softer cheeses that are raw, Christine, that I just adore. Okay. It's called Vacheron Mondor. Oh. Yeah. Now that one, you guys, we only get um, in the fall, like 
uh, right. towards the holidays. Um, it's a seasonal cheese. This is Swiss again. What is mm-hmm. it with the Swiss yeah. and their raw milk, beautiful cheeses? But what's up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's so good. Um, they actually, it's almost, you know, brie-like. It's a very uh, pudding-like, just beautiful runny consistency inside, mm-hmm. um, but in a little bark uh, wrap. So it picks up some of the, you know, the flavor of the yeah, wood, woodsy. you know, that it's, yeah, that it's wrapped in. But, oh, my gosh, you put that in the oven, Christine? Well, A, <laughs> your house will stink to high heaven. I mean, yeah. almost, <laughs> almost like if you put, bake a fish, right. you know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to linger. Um, but then it's just um, rich and beautiful. Do you like yeah, that one? Heavenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like creamy. Yeah. Delicious. Barnyard. Barney. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, may sound bad, but it's, but it's delicious. Good. That means it's yummy. Yeah. Yes. When we say barnyardy, we say that that means yummy. Yeah. <laughs> when we say it smells like old socks, we think that's a good thing. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, no. Give me a baguette and I'll slather, and slather it, on. it on. Yeah. Slather it on. <laughs> well, a um, couple things. We're going to celebrate raw milk, everyone. Yeah. Um, this Saturday at all the Benissimo shops, any raw milk purchased is 10% off. So we want you, invite you to come and taste yep. um, and experience uh, raw milk flavors. Yeah, experience it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, I think it's, it's um, a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. Um, there's a great uh, coalition. It's called Old Ways mm-hmm. Coalition. Um, they have a website on Facebook, all that jazz. That They're, they're dedicated to promoting just the, the beautiful qualities of raw milk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage you to check them out. Um, Saturday, the 22nd, is national you know raw milk appreciation day right so raw milk in its own you know on its own right just raw milk and then of course in the making of cheese right um all to be celebrated that day so definitely you know come, come and on try. in yeah but before that christine i know you have something special in delmar which i think yes. is the best damn deal in town yeah, yeah. you gotta come What's check it out yeah so every, i'm sure you'll have raw milk cheeses yeah so we the third thursday of every month we do a cheese feast all you can eat cheese feast did you, you hear that, that right yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you can eat. Cheese feast. <laughs> so you get, um, so this, I pick a uh, theme basically each month. So this month, of course, will be raw milk. Awesome. So we'll be featuring um, some of the ones you see here even. Um, Old skier. Um, yes. Mm. We'll put a little piece of that there for everybody. Um, and definitely our Emmentaler here for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Everybody loves that cheese. Um, oh. So basically the setup is you can sign up online. You can just call into the shop and say, hey, I want to come. Um, yeah, and we'll get you in on the list, and we'll um, basically set up a feast of cheeses um, and some charcuterie um, and little accoutrements, yeah. et cetera. Oh, nice. Um, and then you get a glass of wine, too, included with that. For how much? Uh, for $25. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> that- $25. That can't be true. <laughs> I don't know what that just said. It can't be true. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> she says yes. She says yes. And what time is that? Uh, Thursday. You so said? that's the uh, the third Thursday of every month. This and it that Thursday is this coming. <laughs> this coming thir- Thursday. Uh-huh. Thursday. Sorry. Yeah. Tongue twister there. And it's three to six p.m. Three to six at Del Mar. <gasps> and it's great because because it's like a buffet style more or less. You know. Um, it forces our guests to kind of mix and mingle. It's fun, right? And it yeah. really has Community. a great environment. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. A communal kind of feel. Some people share tables and chit chat and exchange numbers and plan to come to the next month together awesome. because they enjoy it so much. So it's you, a really fun treat. A fun yeah. treat. A cheese feast. Do you have regulars? We yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And this a couple have brought different friends each month. 
yeah. um, which has been really fun. That's yeah. just super. So it's been really enjoyable. So you should come check it, it out. Yeah. Oh, I love it, Christine. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing before we go, um, just in May, I, the Flower Hill Center, the Flower Hill Promenade, is doing everything flower, right? Yeah, so they're going to have an event called In Bloom, um, and they're basically transforming the whole Flower Hill Mall into like a floral extravaganza nice. um, in celebration of flowers and nature, basically. Um, there's going to be, right outside of our shop, actually, a um, butterfly uh, atrium, I guess is That's the word. Crazy. It's enclosure mm-hmm. that you can walk into and be amongst the butterflies. Um, in addition, nice. there's going to be multiple workshops throughout the um, the mall um, that you can sign up for, and, and Benissimo is going to be doing all nice. the cheese and wine for all the events. So you can learn how to make a crown, a floral crown, and eat some of our cheese and drink some wine. Um, aren't you going to decorate? Did I hear a cheese like making and decorating? Yeah. So how to use event. flowers yeah. and herbs um, to decorate a cheese board too? Yeah. Um, and then we also have specialty classes each week in May centered around uh flowers flowers yeah so chev making with flowers and then the really fun one will be our regional pairing class which is we're going to be doing um california cheeses california wines california flowers oh my goodness california crush is what it's called that's good (laughs) and california raw milk cheeses like maybe buff blue exactly yep (laughs) trying to think what else is a good california raw oh point rays yes another blue Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So, lots I of fun stuff it. coming up. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Well, if anyone's interested in kind of getting a feel for what raw milk cheeses are available, um, the best thing I can recommend is we have a free app. Um, encourage anybody to go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just type in then the word raw, and then it'll show you all the raw milk cheeses. Now, it's not we don't have them all in stock all the time. Um, but at least it's going to give you an idea of, of which cheese you like. Maybe mm. you have a favorite and you don't know. Gosh, I don't even know if this one's raw or pasteurized. Um, might maybe help you figure that out. Right. Um, and then You can always ask us, too. You can always ask. Yeah. Always ask your monger. Yep. <laughs> They're there to help, right? <laughs> They're yep. there to help. Um, but we'd also like to thank the Specialty Produce Network Ooh, for having us on. And any of you, you cheese lovers out there, um, hope to see you again next week at noon on Tuesday. Cheers. Ciao. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. Thank <laughs> you.